91.5 KNSU, your local alternative. Alrighty. This is We'll Fix It in Post. And um with DJ Gibbs and DJ Bear. And uh yeah. Um a few a few housekeeping notes generally out the way. Sometime today, um, when we're recording this, last week's episode should be out and that's how it should be moving on from forward. Um, we will record um, on Wednesday, and then like Wednesday will also be the uh, every episode is uploaded to Spotify. Does that include um, that my includes the Sunday show, the Friday show, and the Wednesday show? Ah, uh, they're all going to be uploaded just at the same time. You're all going to have so much time <laughs> so much to enjoy our voices. Wednesday. So much content every Wednesday, but um, yeah. So those should be uploaded. That's how I think the schedule is going to work out. Um, and if they're not on the Spotify right now while you're listening to this, will you be listening to this episode on live. the Spotify or live? If you're listening to this live, you're hearing it now, so it doesn't matter. But uh, if you're a Spotify listener, um, Wednesday should be the day. And that's hopefully a week later on Wednesday yeah. after we record this episode. And it's a then, good schedule because then, like, they have the episode from last yeah. week. Yeah, and then yeah. you have, um, you know... Well, if you're only listening on Spotify, it's still a weekly upload. Yeah, yeah. But then you'll also have um, the Friday show and the Sunday show. I don't, I don't know if anybody else records their shows. I know those three shows are recorded, and those three shows are planned to be uploaded every Wednesday. I've talked with Claire about this. That's the plan we're trying to do. Um, but we are not, you know, we're not perfect. There's you bound to be mistakes. Perfect. This is still early in the recording stuff. I have to come in here and, like, mess with the files and export them to MP3s and email them. So, hopefully... Witchcraft. It's it's uploaded now. I don't know. I haven't looked. And Claire also might be taking a nap right now. It's, it's late. But, you know, it's supposed to be. It's four in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, but it's, you know... That it's actually, a Friday, wait, basically. wait, wait. Four in the afternoon is a good time yeah. to nap. Dude, it's not in the afternoon. Your eyes are the size of the moon. Um, Panic at the Disco? I'm not that white. (laughs) (laughs) White people music whenever they can clap on two and four. (laughs) I have have listened to some Panic at the Disco, but it was during a very specific phase of my... my, um, Middle school. Yep. I had no reason to feel the way I felt. It was like, I'm so mad at the world. I have a house and things. Here, listen, and I want you to think about this question for real. Uh, Maybe not so much you, but the audience out there. Do you like the band? Or does a girl you like like the band? Think about that one. And, and if the answer is she liked the band and introduced it to you, I get why you have an emotional connection to it. But, like, you don't have to still listen to Panic! at the Disco, buddy. Unless you genuinely like them, in which case listen to them because you like them. Yeah, the, the first album's okay. I don't like their cover of Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. And they... D- oh, that, that new album's so bad. <laughs> it, <laughs> that that the, last one. The, the cover of Bohemian Rhapsody is so funny because I... They use it in the credits, right? Suicide Squad. <laughs> Suicide Squad. They don't use it in the film. No, it's just the as it, it just they as knew the it was credits. So and then that's whenever Heavens from Twenty One Pilots also drop, and you're like, "Oh, these bands I like might be bad." <laughs> <laughs> but those first two albums 
and, and, and parts of Blurry Face, I still think, are really good. I still think they hold up. I, I don't... I know... I think just that one song from Blurry Face. I don't know anything else. The... The... the Turn Back Time? Um, Is that from yeah. Blurry Face? That's, that's from Blurry Face. Okay. I... I that, was that, that was their first like big breakout hit. That so that was like chop of the charts. Around that time, I would have been discovering Arctic Monkeys, and that would have been the only thing I listened to for probably about two years at that point. Yes, okay, that makes sense. Um, so like I, I'm not big on contemporary music normally. I would have been even less big on it at that point. I think I've grown more into pop and like contemporary music mm-hmm. now. Um, especially from working here and just being exposed to it and, and uh, from Lil Nas X because I used to be very much like oh if they're popular I don't want to listen to them you um, implying you still don't <laughs> I'm trying not to be you, you are a lot better about it I'm listen nobody's perfect of course not and I'm trying to like pop music I'm trying I'm trying to understand have you ever heard pop music by a band I can't remember the name of but but sometimes you listen to like what's on the pop radio now and you're like this This is is bad boring (laughs) yeah yeah I get that it's and sometimes you listen to and you're like industry baby anything from Lil Nas X this is hard Lil Nas X goes so hard Kendrick Lamar goes hard I'm trying to get more into you know Music that's coming out now, contemporary stuff. The Rat King, uh, kind of <laughs> underground. Yeah, if you don't very know underground. Him. If you don't know about the Rat King, be on the watch. Uh, Dude, he's he's gonna make a rise up. He's coming out of the sewers. I yeah, hear. yeah. The Rat King from under a bridge. Anyway, this is um. We'll fix it in post. And we talk about, we'll movies, talk about movies, kind of. Sometimes, at least thirty percent of the show is movies. I think a solid. Depends on the episode. I think I, the the Jarhead episode, the which, Jarhead, was which won't be unearthed, um, <gasps> is lost the time. I think that was a very good episode where we mostly talked about the movie Jarhead. Yeah, and then you didn't record it, <laughs> or no, no you, you it, broke the recording. Out how to save it? I couldn't figure out how to save the recording. Yeah, and then um, robots, and then robots. That was that was a good episode. Robots because it was, was a funny, funny episode. Uh, multiple people. Multiple people have texted me about that Robots episode, and they were like, I thought this was funny. I can't wait to hear more of it. And it was people that I don't know and have no reason to tell me that. Really? From, like, random discords. What? Yes. I sent it to I sent it to a random Discord. Um, shout out to the Doug Zone. The, the Doug, Doug Zone. Zone <laughs> they discuss a nostalgia critic every week. Um, oh, that's it's a, it's a show a lot like ours where it's they say it's about the nostalgia critic and then they just talk and about then five minutes is about the nostalgia critic and the rest of the episode is um, one of the hosts spiraling about the CIA. Ah, so it's our show. I, I hate to break this to you is just the Doug Zone but for random movies, D- dude. <laughs> and it, but it's okay. It's funny. It I like. So there are like two kinds of podcasts in my mind. There's a bunch of insufferable people and then they're schizorantic. <laughs> and the schizorantic is always better. Yeah, well... I have so many podcasts to send you if you're into that. So, like, the Jerry, for example. I need to I would never. <laughs> Old Jerry is so funny. Though. I love those clips. I love I, clips I, from I, the Jerry. He always looks scared. He he looks like a deer. We made fun of JRE on the on the robots episode. I listened to it last night. We, yeah, we did, we did a bit about Jamie pull up, get bored, which we've done countless times. Tank also said the S word. Um, whenever he just yeah, it, it, it doesn't here. matter. 
Doesn't matter. We it's didn't. Fine. We didn't dump that on air. I think not a single show has gone by where we made it 100% no curses. So Let's hope this episode changes. The last spooky episode. The last spooky... We did. Yeah. There was and, a lot of yelling. I, well, yeah, no, because we were, we were <laughs> tweaking again. We... I don't understand how we do it, but we managed we to scare ourselves. We like, this is real. Well, I mean, listen, if, if you read the rules, him, him might appear. Him. <laughs> him. Him might come. <laughs> him might come. Come get you. Dude, you can't be reading the rules. <laughs> the game starts at midnight. What Good movie did we pick? Oh, yeah, Hunchback. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to the Hunchback. Don't don't rush it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, enjoying this. Yeah, I know. I this love, is, this I love is banter. I feel like sometimes this is the only time I see you. Yeah, no, is good. I've been busy. For the show. Like, I, I've been busy. Um, um, whenever we meet like this, you know? I, um, I have, like, an actual job Oh, now. did I say that... that I won't have a Friday show this week um, because Academy decided to schedule me during the times I told them not to schedule me. So I have to go in this Friday and I'm have to be like, yo, perhaps we had a misunderstanding. When I said don't schedule me after four on Friday, I meant don't, don't schedule, schedule me, me after, after four, four on, on Friday. Friday. What they heard was schedule me five to close on Fridays. That's cringe so definitely no episode this week on for my friday show play it by ear next week i'll tell you on the wednesday show if we'll have a episode next friday because it's still scheduled and i might suck it up and be like fine i'll work the next shift if nobody else will cover because you know it's already the schedule's already made but going past that the friday shows should be back up and running um yeah i mean it's not like they won't have enough content otherwise i mean <laughs> Apparently they were uploading like eight shows every Wednesday. Of wow. uh, three, sometimes four. I think it's four because your well, last Sunday show. Yeah. Like so, two two episodes of the Sunday show will go up immediately. Yeah, because I didn't. Um, I when I recorded Claire the first one, I didn't. Yet. Yeah. It may be Thursdays. Played by ear. She um, should be uploading it sometime within the near future. I, I should be good to have my Sunday oh. show this week, right? Yeah. Okay, like it shouldn't be locked. It shouldn't be. If it is, just call me. I'll show up and, and swipe my card. Okay. And get in. Yeah, um, no, I'm... Have you decided what, what this week's going to be about? Not yet. I don't even know what guests I'm having. Okay. I mean, I'll come if you need me to come. Well, I mean, like, it's either going to be you and the DeWitts or someone else in the friend group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's becoming the Joker. Truly, truly the episodes... Of the, the episode titles... <laughs> I... Love our every day. Titles. Every day I wake up and I think we should have named it the merits of John Hankley Jr. We can still do it. That <laughs> it, it just, makes less sense. Just tell her to change the name when she uploads it on Spotify. I guess <laughs> get the whole thing banned. I have to. I have to find one other person outside of like our small group that thinks it's funny because like we ran it by those girls and they were just not having it. Uh, an apology to them. Yeah, shout but also out to different sense of humor. I yeah. get it. You, um, we 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 can't expose the schizo ranting to <laughs> strangers, or not yeah. strangers, but it's, it's, other DJs. It, it sucks whenever you're like trying to promote your show and you're like, "Hey, I do a show at KNSU," and they're like, "Oh, when is it?" And you're like, "Don't listen to it." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm. Oh, pr- yeah, my coworkers do not listen to it. <laughs> I am. Pr- 
I, my coworkers don't listen to it, but it's out of disinterest in radio instead of disinterest in me. Oh well, I would hope now. Now that it's a podcast, you know they have all the time in the world to listen to it. Yeah, but like, you, well, your job—they they seem cool. They are. It's not like my coworkers. Like are I work a cool. corporate job, you know. Gross. Like if HR heard about if HR from Academy heard that I had this podcast. <laughs> Big Academy doesn't want you to have free speech. <laughs> they take away my rights from the Joker gun. <laughs> God, the Joker gun. The Joker gun. It's 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 always funny. <laughs> it's, it's so big, but it's not. It's just long. It fires twenty two. My, I know my sister listened to the robots episode. My well, mother hasn't. <laughs> I don't know if I want her to. I think my mom would find us funny. Maybe. But also, like, <laughs> it's very funny to be like, oh, yes, the child I taught, uh, speech one, two. What is he doing now? Oh, Lord. Oh, no. <laughs> He's screaming about Bigfoot <laughs> Actually, with my what? son. It's, it's about on track for what I was doing in that speech class, too. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah. Maybe it's cool to, to rant about the CIA. Maybe. Is it cool to be a conspiracy Is this the now? new counterculture? The new... Are we punks? <laughs> <laughs> that brings up the movie. SLC Punk. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, did you watch any other movies this week? Of course not. <laughs> I watched Rosemary's Babies for my horror film class. Rosemary's Baby is a great film. It is. It's so good. You know what? It's another one that I haven't watched, but I've watched like twelve video essays on. That's how I do film. It it it's <laughs> not a great way to do it, but it saves me the time. That's from how we do all media now. You know, it's media about media perpetually, but forever. So like, and this is not any different. There there's good media about media like and our then show. there's doug walker media about media yeah, yeah where he gets fetish content creators to to do animated scenes for his the wall we have to do the wall at some point dude the wall or doug walker's doug wall. walker's the wall come on god i can do animated scenes <laughs> i i hope he hears listen, this listen i said that you can choose any any movie you want it is feature length your, any feature length movie but i just want you to know that if you're gonna start going crazy on me, I'm gonna start going crazy on you. Oh no, me. I, d- I don't mean now. Like I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna be picking good. <laughs> this movies. is a Mexican standoff of weird movies. Okay, but I have a lot higher <laughs> tolerance for garbage than you. I've watched Ratatonga. So have I. I've watched it four times. Why would you watch that four times? Because it's funny. <laughs> oh, I've sat through Mike and Melissa like twelve times. Have What's you? Up? Have you seen? Oh God. I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name. Give me a second. I have to, like, formulate thoughts in my head. Okay. Well, um, while Aiden is um, Oh, thinking, no, I can't remember it. You know, like, fellas, <laughs> you ever, um, you ever just be sitting there and you're like, damn, she hot. That is correlated to what I have. I have you, there is a video called the top 10 hottest chicks in Sonic. <laughs> yeah, I have seen that video. <laughs> Amy showed it to me. <laughs> it's awful, right? Do you think Amy chose her name because of her love for Sonic?
<laughs> so much dead air. Your face disappeared. <laughs> I was that, that was a serious question. Um, yeah. I'm sure that's what the audience loves is us silence. talking about the silence and, and then, us talking about people they do not know. Yeah, no, and you'll never know them. You will never meet us in real life. If you meet me in person, I will eat you. I mean, the most they know is that what K and S U, and they can know they can find out that that's Nichols. Yeah, and then they know that we do K and S U. We're pretty easy to find. Well, you're easy to find. I, nobody knows me by bear. Yeah. Only sure. only a very small group of people know me by bear. I guess. You're more anonymous, which is better for your show. You need to be anonymous. Yeah, I'm just spooky, man. Um, One of these days, I'll break through and I'll become popular for real. Yeah. Um, and by that, I mean I'll have like a 1K followers on Instagram. Dude, that's a thousand. That's more people than like we would really realistically meet. In like, in a reasonable manner, you know. Yeah, no. It, imagine of just like, so many people have done that joke though. I'm not gonna do it. But um, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, what joke? Well, oh, like oh, well, you know, 100k followers doesn't seem like that much, but imagine you know, a thousand people actually following you. Suddenly, that's a big number. I've never heard that before in my life. Oh, so many people have done it. Well, so many people need to find better material. It, exa- it's a bad joke. Yeah. Hunchback. Like, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, this is one of my favorite movies. So, can I be honest with you? Yes. I know I've seen this movie before. But I don't really remember it. And my biggest memory of the character Quasimodo comes from the game Shrek Super Slam. Are you familiar with it? Quasimodo! That's not how he says it. I don't care. It, it is um the announcer just goes Quasimodo. That's dope. <laughs> and that's that's my memory of of the character Put and idea of Quasimodo. Quasimodo in Mothman Combat Ultra. Um, <laughs> MK, MK Mortal Combat <laughs> Ultra. Yeah. Um, Quasimodo in yeah. this movie is actually a character that I think more people should like look at and be like, wow, he's a good role model. Because he's just a good dude. Yeah. Like, I mean... Generally. Yeah. Like, obviously, he's got, you know, the hunchback thing. He's deformed, but it... He a freak like me. <laughs> I I really wish the people who, like, watched Baby Driver and... Is it Baby Driver? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, Taxi Driver and, like, Cyberpunk 2049 would watch this movie instead so they'd have someone who's not obnoxious to... <laughs> Cyberpunk 2049 Blade Runner Blade Oh god um, That was embarrassing Blade Runner And and Taxi Driver Not Baby Driver Look dude I don't think a lot of people are, Maybe some people Are looking up to Baby Driver But he's also a good are. person Um, um the, you, the, liter, the literally me The Ryan Gosling types Yeah you get my point Um The drives I'm sorry I'm, I'm kind of tired the, uh, the American Psychos Yeah Basically, stop idolizing literal sociopaths and idolize people like Quasimodo. Or Joe Para. Who's Joe Para? I have to show you some clips from Joe Para. Idolize people who do good things despite whatever issues they may have. Because Quasimodo. Spider Man. Like Spider Man. Be Spider Man. Like Gibby. I'm literally Spider Man. I'm sorry I misnamed like six movies. It's okay. (laughs) It's been 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 a a long week. 
it, it's the last day before break. Everybody's tired. I'm not on break. I got work. I have work most of the weekend too. Well, so like, it um, we can take off. You um, take off. I don't wanna. I want money. I only get ten hours every two weeks. For this, yeah. Okay, that uh, I'm gonna say for like an actual job, that's nah, ridiculous. Now. I get like for a radio, hours. that's ten on top of your normal pay, though, right? Well, my normal pay. Well, from academy. Well, it's two different jobs, so it's not. Well, so like you, yes, now, but not really. Hunchback. <laughs> yeah, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, so I was looking for a way to watch this movie, and um. I searched it up on YouTube, and it said, watch for free with ads. And it was a picture of the Disney Hunchback of Notre Dame. And I'm like, hell yeah. Was it the original? No. It was, it was like, some bad animation and, like, poorly translated English from, like, German or something. So, you, so that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it would be... At first, I'm like, this is really funny. What if I watch this instead? And then I, I watched, like, five minutes of it, and like, I couldn't I can't do, do this. I can't do it. It might have been Hunchback 2, honestly. Because there's a Hunchback 2, and it's not great. I can't imagine that that the animation would have gone down that badly. Were there children? No. Okay, so then it wasn't Hunchback 2, because they're, like, little... Because Phoebus and Esmeralda have kids in the second one. Hmm. Spoilers for this movie from... Yeah. The movie we're discussing from like 1980. <laughs> when did this movie come out? This was this was like 2000s. Was it? Yeah. Oh God! What Disney is with my brain? In the late 90s. And went on until like. When did this movie come out? Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, search up Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um. Anyway, Hunchback of Notre 1996. Dame. 1996. 1996. Okay. I was only off by 12 years. It was in the middle of us. Yeah. You know. Um. Disney Renaissance. So big era for Disney. Um, Their Disney's best kind era. of in. Disney gets in a slump in the '80s. They they don't have a lot of big hits. They're looking for the next big thing, and they release uh, the Little Mermaid, which kicks off the idea of this Disney Renaissance, which is all of the big Disney movies that aren't from the the like Cinderella yeah, classical you've, era. You've got like are coming from the Disney Renaissance. Hercules, Hercules, Aladdin, Hunchback. Little Mermaid, The Lion King, Beauty and the Beast. All their best movies, really. Yeah. Um, um, when when Disney had heart and soul. Yes. When people liked Disney. When you associated Disney with good things instead of... A cash grab. The evil, terrible corporate overlords of everything that they are now. Um, we live in terrible, terrible times. We do. But you got to find the beauty in those times. I'm trying. Try harder. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I get it. It's rough. It's much easier to be a cynic about everything than to look upon the world with, with curiosity and whimsy. Um, well, like I'm, I, I'm a very cynical person, but at the same time, I also appreciate what I have. You can be a cynic and not color everything brown. <laughs> but it's the only color I have. Buy more paint. All my other, all my other crayons. I aided them. I aided them. Um. So, basic plot rundown of Hunchback. Uh, he's a little freak. Well, he's a little freak in France during, it was like... The Double freak. 
It was like it's it, it's, it's 14, a lot to be the biggest freaking France, dude. It's it's fourteen hundred something, and the basic plot is that Quasimodo is a deformed person who gets raised by a he's he's well, like his a, mother's a gypsy who gets um, killed by the character I was about to introduce. Yeah. Um, his name is Judge Frollo. He's a terrible, terrible, terrible person. And he basically manipulates Quasimodo into thinking that he saved his life and his mom was going to, like, throw him into a well, which is he what was he was, was going to throw do. Him into the well. And then a priest was like, don't do that. That's bad. Yeah. Uh, and then... Um, so like up, so, up, Quasimodo's never allowed to like leave um, the, the bell towers of the Notre Dame cathedral, uh, church cathedral thing. Yeah, I think he cleans the cloisters. He does clean the cloisters. That's an actual line he says. So he's allowed to go like into it. He's just not allowed to like. Yeah, it's like sanctuary. Yeah, sanctuary. Um, so so he's staying up there, and that's that's where he learns about life, and he's. The only other person that he really ever interacts with is the judge. judge. And he basically tells him that the world is garbage and that everyone is terrible. Yeah. And he also, you know, to pass the time, he makes um, imaginary friends. It's not really shown if they're real or not. I think it's shown that they aren't real, but also they moved, which is very strange. Um, These gargoyles, which are the worst part of the movie. They are the worst part of the movie, but they're not that bad. Like, the one big thing that I dislike with them is when they have that song towards the end of the movie because it completely breaks the flow that was yeah. happening. But, like, I don't really mind them that much. They are they are the worst part of the movie. Just cut the cheese. And, and I, I was so invested in, like, the, the scenery and, and the, the mood and setting. And then the gargoyle says a line that ends with cut the cheese. It makes a farting farting noise in it with his armpit, and it was like everything completely fell apart. And I remembered that I was watching a kids' movie. Well, they're not they're not a big part of the movie. No, but it's, but whenever they do show up, it's it yeah, it, it's it. it's jarring. I I'll, I'll give you that. Um, so, but like during this time in France, or at least in the in the movie, mm-hmm. Furlough is like, I'm gonna kill all the gypsies, which very European. Gypsy, gypsy's a, a strange word now. I think it's like one of the ones where they're trying to make it a slur, but Europeans just re- refuse to say anything else. Yeah, well, <laughs> because to them, it's like th- that is a group of people that historically in Europe has been hated by every group yes. for no reason, more or less. Like they say it's because they do all this stuff, and it's just not true. Well, maybe whenever they stop stealing, you know, those those darn gypsies. They come into town and they ah. steal. Um, Are you European? <laughs> no. But it's funny to... To, to play the racist. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so funny to be racist. <laughs> Good lord. Um, so Racism will, be a, will have a big comeback. <laughs> that sounds... That was supposed to be funny. That was not funny. You're giving me a stale. Like, <laughs> that was bad, Gibby. <laughs> I, um, this is a good point to point out that this is a comedy show, um, and racism actually isn't cool. Don't be racist. I'm building. Um, yeah. um, sorry. It's very crazy to look at another person and just be like, I don't like them. 
because you know something that they cannot control you know and Which, that's that's what the movie's about yeah it is um judge furlow wants to murder all the gypsies he actually he calls in a captain An honest and noble cause gibby <laughs> <laughs> he he calls in a captain from the wars, yes, uh, named Phoebus. Who, honestly, Phoebus is a Chad. Yeah, like he is a Chad. Um, he's Furlow's like, okay, you're gonna help me hunt them down. He's like, why? <laughs> he's like, because I tell you to. And he's like, Phoebus only goes along with it for like three days, and the second he has to do something that he finds morally like reprehensible he quits and is like willing to die on the spot yeah. he's an incredible shot he does get shot we're getting ahead of ourselves um yeah uh i didn't take a lot of notes for this one. it's it's a very it's straightforward film but like i the reason i like it so much is because it's something that you can like anyone can the associate scenery with. the scenery the, is the imagery beautiful. on this movie is so beautiful um and the um the just soundtrack give, is great. Give me some spooky Catholicism, and I'll lead it off every yeah. dime. Well, so Judge Furlow is my favorite Disney villain because he is incredibly real. Yeah, like you he can, is evil. He is um, he is palpably evil. Like just the way he is. Like that scene where he's like, it's when Esmeralda first like claims. Well, when Phoebus claims sanctuary for Esmeralda, mm-hmm. like he grabs her behind the back, and it's incredibly creepy like he's sniffing her hair and stuff yeah that that's another thing too is that like he he's so on one hand disgusted by the idea of gypsies but also wants to so horny yeah he, he is yeah it's and can you blame him i mean into into the the part where it's like evil but just being horny can you blame him my sister listens to this <laughs> My mother might listen to this. <laughs> you're not. You're avoiding the question. Can you blame him? She has pretty eyes. There. She. She is the only character with colored irises. I didn't notice that. If I'm not mistaken, I, I'm pretty sure she is. I, I noticed that last night. Mm-hmm. But um. So, one of the things that I like about furlough is that his whole like after he sings hellfire his eyes are tinged red he's like unhinged kind of like demonic hellfire a song about him and he's like if i don't get this bag i'll burn everything down it's also him having a crisis of faith because he's like why am i so enamored by this gypsy woman this goes against my faith. And the visuals in that scene are him crying out to a crowd of robed figures. And, like, shadow demons. And it's so cool. And they're like, oh, you suck. This is, a this Disney, is your fault. This is a Disney movie. And they have the shadow demons, um, baby. The, the actual... So I, I have translations of the different... Of the Latin from the movie. Mm-hmm. It is a Tumblr post, but, like, shh. Um, Tumblr? From like twelve years ago, <laughs> Tumblr. So the the Latin in the first part of Hellfire, I'm gonna butcher this. So mm-hmm. forgive me. Confedior Deo Omnipotente. That one. Uh, so like, Latin is a big part of this movie as well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's repeated, a big part of Catholicism too. Yeah, there are repeated motifs of the phrase Curia Ellison, which is Lord have mercy. Uh, mm-hmm. What I the one I just said is um, I confess to God Almighty. Uh, Beato Michael Michaele Archangelo to blessed Michael the Archangel, stuff like that. Basically, the Latin in the song Hellfire mm-hmm. is it's it's a form of prayer. It it is He's praying. It's prayer, and then when Judge Frollo actually starts to sing, the Latin that is backing him is contradicting him. Yeah. Well, he's a contradictory figure. Well, yeah, that's the point. Like, when he's saying, it's not my fault, the voices say, my fault. Mea culpa. It most certainly is his fault. Yeah, no, he... Um, you can just choose to not do that, buddy. Bruddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Judge Frillo is pretty cringe, bruh. <laughs> Could have just not done that. It costs zero to not kill an entire race of people well, what, and burn down the city of France. What's messed up is he's been doing it for 20 years. Like, he's been killing and imprisoning this group of people that have done nothing to anyone for 20 years, and he's like, now not good enough. We get, now is the time when we get real because I'm personally horny. <laughs> <laughs> and then Quasimodo... So what what happens is Quasimodo goes down to the Feast of Fools, which is a festival mm-hmm. where they're like, "Man, what if we just turned everything upside everything down?" Everything stops turvy. It's all crazy. Like yeah. everyone's being debaucherous, and then they they crown the the King of Fools, who is like the ugliest person in France, mm-hmm. or like the dumbest one. And of course, Quasimodo wins. Um, and it's all good until like thirty seconds later, when Judge Furlow's guards are like freak and start throwing tomatoes at him <laughs> like it it's a very the scene like right before they start throwing stuff at him is very like heart wrenching for me because like he's so happy like he's crying he's like i'm fine all you wanted was to be accepted man out there is that's the one we missed that's the song yeah that's the song that that, didn't that needs correctly. that needs to play we that have it, hellfire okay but out there is like my f- out there I can plug this back in and then try to play it for just this episode. It might re-upload. Yeah, okay. But like it we, might we, not. we can handle it later, but like Out There is in my opinion probably the most important song in the film because it it perfectly shows Quasimodo's motives. It wasn't that he wanted to have a normal life because he knows that that's not in the cards for him. He but he wanted one day to kind of get that feeling. And when he finally does get it, it's immediately ripped away from him. And that's so, so yeah, we don't sad. Have, oh, we do have out there. Right there it is. It, there it, we go. It is so um, palpably sad. And then where's the other one? Heaven's, Heaven's Light. The Bells of Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah, I'll throw all of those all in the queue. Um, in the queue. If you're listening to this live, you'll hear the songs in a bit. If, if not, this, listen um, to them on your own time. Yeah, they are. Pause this episode about right here. Go listen to to out there, the bells of Notre Dame and, and Hellfire, Heaven's Light, and uh, yeah, we'll there. take a little break to listen to those songs right now. Okay, okay. Now's a good time. Then we'll get into it. Come back to the movie. All right, here on ninety one point five KNSU, your local alternative. Um, yeah, keep listening. Cool. Alternative. Just listen to some of the songs from the soundtrack of uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Dom. Dom, Dom. Dom. A Dom to kill. Dom! 
<laughs> oh yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, um, you know, for good reason that you listen to to the songs from Hunchback of Notre Dame because that's what we're talking about today. Um, those songs go so hard. They do. They, this is one of my favorite soundtracks to a movie. What if, what if Frollo, um, smoked the fat dart? My little brother's listening. <laughs> so many people are listening. I have family. I have family too. They just don't care about me. Darn. <laughs> anyway. Um, so immediately after singing Hellfire, Judge Frollo collapses. And like after that point, he's like unhinged, even more so than usual. He's already very unhinged up until that point. But yeah, you gotta be kind of like, um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm, wow. I'm just kidding. Catholicism is the coolest one because, like, they keep it spooky. They keep it. Yeah, Latin's a pretty scary language. Yeah. That, like, what. Catholicism really puts the fear in the, in religion. You know? Yeah. They, uh, they really got, like. Like, you walk into a Catholic church and you're like, ooh, the ghosts are here. <laughs> this the, place. The, they watching and me, they judging. Hold up. Let me check the script. What am I supposed to respond to that with? Yeah. Um. This is the. Oh yeah. The, no, you're supposed to ask a new hypothetical. A new hypothetical. Yeah. What if Judge Frollo could beatbox? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> bro, bro Frollo, how much? How much of that stuff did you? The whole, the whole pack? No. No. No, no man. Nah. Nah, man. You're, you're gonna be fine. It's just that the, <laughs> the robe people, yeah, <laughs> the, the guys in the robes, they don't they don't like that. They're gonna judge you, man. They're yeah. gonna judge you. Yeah, no. You've been you're no. being judged currently, Mister Frollo. Uh, you're not supposed to eat the whole thing. It, what are you talking about, man? Um, the, either she'll she'll love you or, or she'll burn in, in fire. That's a uh, that's unhealthy. You that's, should go to a therapist. That that's not that's not really yeah no man um that's not it, chief. Like like yeah, she hot and all, but like that that ain't the move, dog. Um. So, act on back onto the plot of the movie. <laughs> would um, you, would you smoke of Quasimodo? Yes. <laughs> Quasimodo. Man, Why is that even a question? He's so chill. <laughs> Dream blunt rotation. Quasimodo five times. <laughs> Quasimodo fender from robots. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you, the Mr. Jarhead and <laughs> Mr. Jarhead <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and Matthew Lillard from SLC Punk? Did I tell you that one of the main? Okay, so like I didn't remember Robots was a movie until a couple of months ago, and when I remembered it, it became a big joke with me and the Dewitts. So like that's part of why I like it so much. Right. But another one of the jokes we made, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna. I had just broke out my drawing tablet because I wanted to get back into art because mm-hmm. I'm bad at it. And I was like, okay, I need stuff to draw. So I was like, Michael, how much would you pay me if I draw the cast of robots at the Last Supper, but instead of eating the smoking <laughs> Did you really draw this? I haven't yet. Oh. I still plan on it. The, listen, whenever you draw that, every episode of the KNSU podcast will just be that. <laughs> It'll be the one, the one image oh. that we use for all of it. Uh, okay, so back back to the pl- <laughs> everything. <laughs> the Coach talk show. <laughs> Fender <laughs> interview of Mayday Parade. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, dude, I love Big Weld. Anyway, um, who was Jesus? 
It was Big World. Big World. We we actually figured out yeah. who the characters would be. Big World was Jesus. Ratchet who was, was Judas. Judas. Ratchet. Ratchet. Yeah. Madam Gasket was in the background. Like in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Just hanging down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How was this episode also about robots? <laughs> It's not every episode's secretly just robots. Yeah, it's in the script. Don't don't tell them we have a script. It's supposed to sound it's, it's supposed to sound like it's improv. Oh God, you're right. Not, I'm sorry. You're being too loud. Stop! Put it away. <laughs> Put it away. They're not supposed. To, they're not supposed to know that we deliberately wrote this so that we go off of the we lose the yeah, this plot. Is all, this is <laughs> so many times. This we, is all predetermined. Yeah, there's no. There, this is all fake. Just uh, like God decided before we entered this realm whether or not we're going to heaven or hell. <laughs> Me and Gibby don't actually if know each other at, outside <laughs> of the show. We're paid. <laughs> we yeah. were arbitrarily picked. <laughs> this is all written. Yeah, KMSU <laughs> actually. <laughs> it, it, comes, it comes from the top down. We don't know what the scripts are <laughs> beforehand. They say, this week you're talking about the Hunchback of Notre Dame, and they just hand us a big stack of papers. And, we, and they say, do it. Yeah, and then that that's why we, we, we always go on about Reagan. <laughs> it, it It's true what they say. College, that's why we say blasphemous things. College does make you a liberal. <laughs> It's there to turn you blue. Yeah, this is actually part of the indoctrination process is to, to reach a wider audience and indoctrinate them into using their brain. Yeah. Um, On a radio station nobody listens to. <laughs> yeah, radio. Listen, radio is going to come back because, like, the Internet's going to lose. Like, they're going to cut the cord to the internet or something. The whole internet? Yeah, well, the apocalypse is coming. And whenever it does, radio will be, like, the biggest form of communication, like it's the 50s. And this show will be, like, number one. All-time <laughs> charts. Because we'll be it's right. Like, it's like we'll the have predicted State. everything. <laughs> How did they know? <laughs> this is supposed to be an episode of Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> what was the last plot thing we discussed? Uh, um, Esmeralda smoking with Quasi. Oh <laughs> so, Esmeralda. Uh, oh, Feast of Fools. So yes. Quasi gets you know they're all like throwing tomatoes at him, and he's like, "Master, help me!" And Frollo's like, mm, "No," because <laughs> he's evil. Yeah. And then Esmeralda frees him, and she's like, "Judge Frollo, you suck. You you treat my people like dirt." And he's like, "Kill her." Mm -hmm. And then she runs to the church. Yeah. And uh. Sanctuary. Sanctuary, which, do you know, like, what, what a historical president for sanctuary or what that's supposed to mean? You're not there? supposed to kill people in church. All right, so she just claims sanctuary. Like, I, I think that's also that's a rule with church. most militaries. You're not right. supposed to attack churches or mosques or anything like that. Right. So she claims sanctuary. And, and Frollo's like, drag her out. <laughs> I don't listen and to the And the priest rules. comes in. And then the same priest. <laughs> yeah. This priest is so done with Frollo. It's oh, I would say it's a wonder how someone like Furlo maintains power, but look at any history or today, <laughs> and you're like, wow, that actually makes a lot of yeah. it, it. It's it's so real. Nobody likes him, but you know he is. He's in power. Do, change so. who's in power. What are you gonna do? Vote someone new in? What are you gonna you do? Have to keep these eighty year olds. Kill them. 
France did that a lot. If they didn't like a leader, they would kill them. <laughs> Revolution is always an option. It's just saying. Um, so they so she claims sanctuary and ends up staying in the bell tower with Quasimodo for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they get to know each other, and Quasi falls in love with her because she's the only person who has ever, in any capacity, been nice to him. And she's hot. I feel like it's more that. The the first thing, not what you said. I, I feel like we can't rule out the second one. Completely. Sure. Also, she has a goat. It's not really important, but it's a, it is a tolerable Disney pet, yeah. which are rare. <laughs> the chicken from Moana. <laughs> the um, gargoyles in this movie. <laughs> they're not a pet. They're like side characters. Um, Olaf. W- Olaf is sentient. Do you consider him? No, we're not getting on that tangent. Oh, oh, now you want to talk about sentience and considering them pets or not. Now we're talking about it, huh? Why is every episode robots? <laughs> 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 um so basically quasi like once night falls quasimodo's like i can get you out of here and he like parkours while holding her which is in- an incredible feat of strength you know hey that's my little brother i see you matthias and 13 other people 14 people listening online what yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep keep asking um, me uh, who who in this movie you'd smoke a blunt with. <laughs> it's clearly working. Questions. Um, they're all tuning in. So they quasi freeze her from sanctuary, and then Judge Furlow's like, "How?" It, yeah, they escape through like a, a side window that nobody knows about. Yeah. Um, the Quasimodo can like climb and yeah. and, and like parkour all over this place. And he's super strong because, you know, he rings the bells. Yeah. There's a scene where he picks Phoebus up by the throat. Yeah. Yeah, and Phoebus is like, wow. (laughs) He is is strong. He's a little freak, but he's strong. And he's a good dude. It's astonishing how every character but Frollo is a good person. It only takes one bad person. I know, right? To burn... (laughs) To burn (laughs) France. (laughs) Yeah. A, I mean, a, a bad person in power yeah. is the thing. Um, so they, Esmeralda escapes, and then some like some other kind of not important stuff happens. Where like Furlow's like he's starting to look for her, but she's just slipping away from him. And then eventually, it gets to the point where he's like, "If I don't find her." I'm going to burn down all of Paris. Yes, and that's that's a song of the Hellfire. That, that's Hellfire. And probably the creepiest imagery I can think in, like... A Disney movie? Any children's movie, yeah. Yeah. Maybe outside of, like, Coraline that's supposed to be creepy from the entire thing. Or, like, the one scene in The Adventures of Tom Sawyer <sighs> where they meet Satan. Have you seen that one? Yeah, of course I've seen that. Oh, it's so creepy. They meet Satan in that movie. He's like, wow. You, he creates his own form of life. And then kills it in front and of him. And then kills him in front of him. Just just to mock Jesus, uh, to mock God, I guess. The implications of that scene are so palpable. Thank um, you for not saying horrifying. 
Um, the the uh, I, we discussed the imagery a little yeah. bit earlier, but like just imagine. So like that scene could be in a actual like it could have been in The Exorcist. <laughs> you know, it's a bit like much for The Exorcist. Okay, but like something more toned down. Like during the scenes where he's having his crisis of faith, they could have had what? What, Matthias? I can't. I'm I'm on air. I can't call. <laughs> Uh, you can try calling 985-448-5678. Um, um, I think. I don't know if the phone's working. Uh, let's not try it. But it, um, It's a bit much. It's a bit much. A bit much. Uh, so, like, Furlough's like, okay. He uses Quasimodo to find the, like, gypsy hideout mm-hmm. because he realizes that he's the one who let her out in the first place. and Follows him. Follows him. Um, this is this is a big scene for Quasimodo and his like character trait, um, because, and, and this is what makes him truly a good person. Is up until this point he's doing it because him and the gargoyles are like, you should do this, you know, for love, for her, for Esmeralda, and ultimately he still decides to do it for Esmeralda, but he doesn't get the girl. Yeah. From Esmeralda's perspective, it's a love story between her and Phoebus. And Phoebus. The, the two conventionally attractive people in the movie. Um, it's very interesting that they chose to do this. I don't. I haven't read the Victor Hugo novel. Have you? No, but... It seems dense and boring. I know that Quasimodo dies at the end in the original. Wow. Yeah, he, like... He's ringing the bells, and he gets... Either he gets too excited or something, and he just falls off. <laughs> My mom used to tell the same joke every, like, year around. It wasn't around Christmas, but it was one of the jokes that, like, she would tell. Like, um, let me just tell it. It's one of those, like, story jokes, right? Um, there was this priest who put up a sign for, like, bell ringer needed. And this, this boy came in, our young man, and he, was, he didn't have any arms. And the priest was like, well, how are you going to ring the bell? And the boy, he's like, well, just give me a chance. Let me show you. And he runs up the stairs and, and hits the bell with his head, and it rings perfectly. And the priest is like, well, I'll be. You have the job. So we, he's the bell ringer now. And, you know, every hour at the top of the hour, he'd run up the stairs and ring the bell. And he's doing this for, for years, right? And one day... He misses the bell and he runs straight off the tower and falls to his death, right? And all the people are coming in for church. And they see him at the at the bottom and they go, Do you know who this is? And nobody can nobody can identify him, right? And one woman goes, I don't know who it is, but his face sure rings a bell. It's one of those jokes. Ugh. Yeah. Where, like, you, you hear the punchline in your face. It's like you just ate, like, something super sour. You're like, <sighs> Yeah. Oh, so many so many jokes like that that my family would tell. Yeah. My grandpa especially. All those Boudreaux and Thibodeau jokes. You ever, you ever heard of Boudreaux <laughs> and Thibodeau so jokes? so bad. Oh. Old hacky f- storytelling. Oh, I love them. I um, love them. I eat them every time. <laughs> I like cheese. <laughs> oh, uh, since we're about to get to the she- scene, I can I can show you this now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can say it on air. <laughs> no. Oh my god. 
<laughs> Contact me if you want the picture. <laughs> I will not give my information out. It, it's funny. It's funnier too because it's it's a local meme. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> this is this could only exist in in the Timbale area. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere outside of this place <laughs> would you. St- <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> Was that bad? <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Frollo is about basically he rounds all the gypsies up and he's like, I'm gonna burn them in front of the cathedral. All right. And fire. And I'm going to make... He chains Quasimodo up at the top, and Quasimodo's like, I suck. I ruined everything, and I can't do anything to stop this. And then the gargoyles are like, wow, that's cringe. I thought you were cool. And then they stop moving. <laughs> and uh, Frollo goes to light Esmeralda on fire because she spits at him when he offers her the chance to be with him instead of being lit on fire. Uh, again, Frollo's... Main motivation for this is at the beginning he, he just kind of like doesn't like gypsies and, and wants to cleanse like, for I like racism in... reasons. Oh, someone's calling. What? I don't know how to answer. Okay, let's figure that out for next show then. We'll, if we'll figure it out for next show. I'm sorry, whoever that is. <laughs> Truly, calling. that's that is a scary prospect. We might have an actual show that people call in on. We're gonna have to deal with people. I don't know if I want people to call in for this show. Um, I guess we can hear some random takes about the movie. movie we were watching. <laughs> yeah, would have been would have been great for the robots episode for people to call in and tell me that I'm wrong. Cause you are. I, I we at the end of the movie we came to the agreeing that it's like a six out of ten. It is, but you were so adamant that it was garbage. It's a, it's it's fine. Okay, I'll take that. Character arc. Um. So yeah, anyway. So, so, so Frollo Lights. does it more for, you know, um, He wants horniness. Esmeralda for himself. Or nobody. It is, it is. Which is... Burn or burn. It's so creepy because, like, wh- say she agrees. What does he do? Does he force her into Catholicism? Uh, among other things? Forcing a lot of things. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Creepy old Ugh. priest man, and then Quasimodo breaks free from his chains and he swings down and he saves her and he's like sanctuary and then Frollo's like smash into the church right now. <laughs> he's like, I need to kill this woman. <laughs> so uh, he he has yeah. his guards smash open the the gates of Notre Dame or the doors rather, which is like that's got to be sacrilege. Yes. Um. I mean, the Geneva Convention wasn't around at the time, but it's like a siege on on the church itself. Yeah, like just the symbolicism here is goes crazy. Yeah, um. and so there's like a there's a small there's a scene where Phoebus like basically causes a peasant revolt. <laughs> um, no, no, keep talking. I'm showing you an image now. Oh no. I'm going to oh, go, no. next time we go to music and we come back, we're going to talk about that video. Not the Doug. Oh. Not the Dougster. Yeah, um, it, it, you got to stop recommending like kids' movies because he's done all of them. That's true. The, and the from Doug now is- on, every time you recommend like a kids' movie that, that Doug has done, 
I'm gonna watch the Doug video. Why does it look like that? We should do Hercules. His take on Hercules is hilarious because it's, it's he's like, it's garbage because it looks like Vegas. <laughs> There's a single scene. Because, like, the, the whole thing in Hercules is that it's a... It's a we'll, we'll, we'll cover this when we get there. Okay, but, like, it's really okay, no, funny. It's such it. a bad freakout. So, one of the things in Hercules is that... a good dog freakout. Bat credit card. Mmm. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it, one of his things is, like, it looks like Vegas. Why does it look like Vegas? The point of Hercules is that it's making fun of celebrity culture. Or at least most of it. Not all of it. A good chunk of it. A good chunk of it is making fun of celebrity culture. You know, Hercules has... He has shoes. He has, you know, energy drinks in ancient Greece. Right? Yeah. And it's... He's like, it looks like Vegas. This is the worst movie ever. I'm the nostalgia critic. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, I'm the nostalgia critic. And I yell at the top of my lungs so you don't have to. At kids' movies. (laughs) At kids' movies. So you don't have to. Bro, it ain't that deep. (laughs) It's not. Ain't no movie he watching that he need to do all that far. Um, so... I'd like to imagine a world where nostalgia critic reviews, like, Taxi Driver. (laughs) Like... (laughs) But he has the same style. (laughs) He reviews, like, funny games. (laughs) <laughs> and it's, oh. the, this, this, it's the shot where they cut back to the living room and the TV's still on and he's like, why is it holding on this shot? It's been like 10 minutes. <laughs> Does he have any film experience or like degree? No. At, so he's just a dude who hates. Yes. Oh, I, I, what top level hater? Um, so... <laughs> Phoebus calls is a peasant revolt, and they start fighting back against Frollo's forces, and then Quasimodo dumps... It's, like, lava? Or, it's, like, yeah, I... He basically creates lava. Like, he, he's a forge at the top of the bell tower for I some gu- reason. I, I guess... Well, no, so... I would assume that's where they make or repair the bells. Probably. Because it wouldn't make sense to, to, to bring them up. Bring them up. Um, which... The shot that you know who else repaired the bells, the dude in as above so below. Not, not oh god, <laughs> that movie's so scary. Um, so first of all, the shot that follows immediately after he dumps a lava is incredible because it come the lava comes out of the mouths of the gargoyles that are on the like all over the walls. So like, it's just this really cool shot of the cathedral basically on fire. And then Frollo manages to, to, like, jump in right before he gets immolated. So Quasimodo thinks Esmeralda is dead. He's trying to attend to her. And then Frollo shows up and he's like, it's okay. Um, I'm going to stab you now. <laughs> yeah. And Quasimodo's like, no, you're garbage. And you made me think the world is garbage and not just you. And then... Esmeralda is alive again not like in a state where she can do anything so he grabs her and runs off and Frollo's like chasing them on like the banisters and the gargoyles and then Frollo falls to his death it the shot is made so that it looks like he's falling straight to hell yeah it it um like the, the gargoyle of, sneers a at lot him. of like fire imagery surrounds Frollo and and in the movie um, you know, the the song is Hellfire. 
Frollo is this character almost possessed by lust, by um, not a very bigotry. good priest. Not a very good priest. Is he a priest? I don't think he's a priest. He's meant to uphold the ideals of like, yeah, but he's the everything church. wrong with the church. Oh God, yeah. He's a power-hungry maniac who uses his, you who know, uses, station. Like, the idea of righteousness and as a as a cleansing of of these things. And I think the movie says a lot about you know organized religion and the church. It still feels respectful, but it also shows you know like Frollo is everything wrong with the church, but the priest is an, an upstanding person. Yeah, no, he's like he no cares you, for people. You have to abide by um, sanctuary because it's what God wants. Yes. Uh, and also, I don't think he likes Friar Lawrence because he knows the truth for Quasimodo. Yeah, he was there, um, and he know he probably knows that the Friar, not Friar Lawrence. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Lawrence. I just call him the priest. The priest, Friar Lawrence. What is Friar Lawrence from? It's Friar Tuck from Robin Hood. Friar Lawrence is. I know it's a thing from some movie. I don't know what it is though. Let me let me search up Friar Lawrence. But yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's Romeo and Juliet. Frollo goes straight to hell. Does not pass go. Does not collect two hundred dollars. Uh, Quasimodo, Phoebus, and Esmeralda live, and then Quasimodo gets accepted by the people of France, more or less. Yeah. He still lives in the bell tower, presumably. Because well, that's his home. That's his home, and you know, uh, again, one of one of the things that I like the most about this movie is that Quasimodo doesn't get fixed. In in a lot of stories like this. They would have had him like lose his disability or whatever. Uh, that, that's that would be weird. It it would or, be weird, but like I, I think it's more notable that he doesn't get the girl. Yeah, that's uh, it. The, it's very comparable to say Shrek, um, you know this this outsider who be perceived as I believe by the common people, but they use him. Shrek, Shrek's a bit different, but but the main point of like they judge you before they get to know you, right? The famous the scene that makes me cry in Shrek. Uh, where he's talking to Donkey um, at night. <laughs> yeah. That, that scene ever made you cry? Sorry, Matthias is spamming me and I'm telling him to quit. Oh, what is he asking? He's not asking. He's just spamming me to be annoying. Okay. I thought I thought he said, like, I'm asking you a question or something. Whenever you sent one thing. Um, does he know that he can comment on on the Radio Effects app? I don't know. You, you know, you can comment on the Radio Effects app. Just stop spamming me, please. Uh, spam the Radio Effects app. We don't. want more user, uh, <laughs> user um, things. You don't um, want him spamming. He's silly. That's okay. What was I saying? Yeah. Um, but he doesn't get the girl in this one. And it and it's kind of like a point. They have the whole song where you can get her, you know. And, it, and he doesn't. Yeah. And, and uh, his character arc is realizing that he should still do the right thing. Yeah. Even it's 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 the he's... incel movie before incels exist. Well, an incel would take that and be like, "I don't get the girl, so she should burn alive." Well, well he struggles with that idea where he's like, "Should I still go help them, even if she doesn't feel the same way about me?" Well, I think it's more that so when he's he feels betrayed. Or he something. feels betrayed but also it's not betrayed by them it's betrayed by Frollo because he's like you know 
mm-hmm. I did everything you asked me to and you misled me. But and then when he's like up there chained up, I think it's less that he's like, man, I'm not going to get the girl and more like I caused this. If I hadn't gone to help it, her, it's definitely a it, bit of both. It's a bit of both. Yeah. But I think looking at it today with with the idea of incel culture, you, it has a post like mm-hmm. like even if they didn't intend it whenever they wrote it like that or Vic, Victor Hugo didn't intend that in the 1800s looking at it today in the internet age where that is um, becoming like increasingly a problem which is so an outspoken group it's so weird <laughs> this is all culture yeah like everything they complain about is stuff they can fix right yeah like I'm not an expert work out eat healthier and talk to women or not e- not even like it, so you can have a relationship and still not be like a chat happy yeah we went very different directions with that well y- th- i mean a lot like, of it is like if i get this i'll be happy yeah no which is the lie of capitalism you can definitely be in a relationship and not be happy and it, it doesn't have to be a bad relationship to not be happy you can just not be getting there's so many things that make people not happy like um, capitalism and the church <laughs> like reagan like reagan the, the church let me hold the up church, yeah we, we need to hit that for the script um, actually oh yeah pull up the ronald reagan the ronald reagan um, um he was actually supposed to, to voice act fryer uh, yeah he yeah. was supposed to be judge frollo, frollo and yeah, it was going to be um, revealed that he wasn't it, it wasn't the character frollo it was just ronald reagan it, it was it was just clips they've <laughs> voyeur caught ronald reagan saying yeah Oh, it's like a. <laughs> do you want to find Ronald Reagan's grave, grave and. And we'll do what to it? Uh, dig it up. No. Think You think he's in hell waiting for heaven to trickle down? Yes. I don't think it's going to either, because trickle down economics don't work. Anyway, um. Let's go to music for a little bit. <laughs> Before we lose our mind even more. Aww. Um We'll come back for a last little bit. Um, yeah. Shoot. And we are back on to talk about uh, a bit, a little bit more of the... the, uh, the well, is there Hunchback really, of Notre Dame. Is there really much else for us to say No, other than the um, the clips we just watched. From, oh, from the, God. The dog video. Doug. And then, then we can end the, the episode. Oh, and then the... That's what we're gonna watch next week. Well, there's also the unfettered schizo ranting. We haven't done much of that yet. Uh, do we need to do that every episode? Of course. Once we run out of things to talk about, we need to go on a, at least one tangent. <laughs> at least one. We we're already, we are, we got into like religion. <laughs> a little bit. I have so much more I could say about religion, dude. Uh, organize religion, sure. But I like I like Catholicism because it's spooky. Yeah, no. Um, actually, I'm not. You can't rel- you can't make like a like a Southern Baptist horror movie. You know. Gee, kid, oh yeah. The, you, just, what are they? They're gonna clap and sing at sing at the demons until well, they, they have, go away. They have priests and stuff. Just, they have they have uh, preachers. Okay, well, different just, than a priest. You don't think? Okay, so televangelists, same thing, right? Very very similar concept. I hate televangelists. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Um, but like, 
Yeah, dude, hunchback. <laughs> um, so Doug, the infamous Justice. critic. Doug Walker, the nostalgia critic. So why is he horny? Why is he horny? Well, I think he was making fun of Frollo there, but nah, nah. I think you don't think you you think he just wanted he you. So you think he would side with Frollo? He did immediately after that say, "Can <laughs> we get to the part where Quasimodo is suffering?" <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah. What's what wrong it? with him? A lot. What Again, is wrong I, with I, him? I, 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 <laughs> Imagine I'm way too close. To the he mic. was sorry, like, no, no. The thing about that scene is that he's like. What if the main character suffered? And he's like, oh, children, don't you get it? The, the suffering parts are what makes the movie fun? Well, I... What? Th- I think he was making a joke about him being jaded. I, but it, it didn't come across like that. Well, no, because Doug, Walk- Doug can't write good jokes. <laughs> I... Let me... Hold on. Let me check the script. What, am, what, it, what side am I supposed to take here? Uh, I believe you have the side that likes Doug. I can't do that. Uh, I know. It's a bad script. Who wrote this? Uh, the Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chat GPT? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, not, um, who wrote it? Let's see, uh. Doug Walker. What, 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 what's our bosses? Lance? Lance write it? I don't know. You haven't met Lance yet, have you? I haven't met many people. Actually, I think I did on an IT job. Because <laughs> uh, he, he also runs, like, the TV stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, because they had a problem in the re- recording room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I, I, I was in there for a second, then I went on a different job. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I don't want to keep naming names since this is, like, a public... Not not because it, whenever it's just in Tivoli and you're like nobody's really listening, it's fine. But now that now that it's on Spotify, I mean, and I send it to random people. It's like, ooh, do I really want everybody to know? Just don't say last names. I guess. Anyway, my last name is <laughs> um, Bartholomew. Yeah, yeah. People know me as Gibby, but they don't know, uh, you know, my real name. I'm just well known as Gibby. And can be found most places as Gibby. Do you think Dave Grohl would beat Nostalgia Critic in a fight? Why them two? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, probably. I think. I feel like a strong gust of wind can knock Nostalgia Critic down. But he's got a gun. (laughs) God, does he love that gun? (laughs) (laughs) Imagine Nostalgia Critic had the Joker gun. He'd be unstoppable. No, because he's Melvin. He can't have the Joker's gun. He's his brother. <laughs> I hate this. Would he I'm have so a really short one? <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Well, like, would he have a short gun? Because Joker's got the long one. Would he just have oh, a, a comically uh, short one because he's supposed to be the opposite of the Joker? <sighs> Sitting there and going, what if the Joker had a brother? And then... The immediately response is like, well, what would he do? He'd be normal. He'd be normal. But but Nostalgia Critic can't, can't write, write a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> so Melvin also comes across as he's as if he's just as insane. But in a very different way than the Joker. <laughs> he's the kind of insane that gets you put in like Like, have you ever sung a song about yourself? No. That's something that insane people do. 
<laughs> Just like the Rat King. The Rat King wrote a song about himself called The Rat King, which everyone should listen to. Uh, it's not on anything. It's not on anything. It's on here exclusively. <laughs> it's, it's exclusively streaming on, on 91.5 <laughs> on whenever no one's in the station. That's what you think. I'm going to play it every show now. I know you will. And, and honestly, thank you. What do you mean? But thank also you? don't. <laughs> what do you mean? Thank you. You're not the Rat King. It's someone else. Oh yeah. The, I mean, that's who the Rat King wrote. Whoever the script. Rat King, dude. The Rat King wrote. The no script. wonder it's bad. They came from the sewers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why it smells like poop and pee. I, th- we we should like write a horror game that never gets made. <laughs> why a game? Oh, a game. Why did I pick a game? Yeah, we should. <laughs> it came from the sewers. It came from the sewers. Doug came from the sewers. That's oh, why he's so bad at everything. <laughs> Doug's like if if you had a human who never met another human. It, it's it's so weird. He's like because if he trained an alien it's off like, of TV. It's like he's never met another human. And all he knows is movies and TV shows. And he also hates but he those also movies and TV shows. Doesn't understand movies and TV shows. Why does it look like Vegas? Bad credit card. Bad credit. Card. Bad. I, credit card. Let's talk about something less depressing than dog. Chris Chan. <laughs> Chris Chan. This is out. I'm not exactly sure. I have to do more research, but I th- I think they're in their own home now. Or like their own place. I not, thought they went back with Barb. Nah, I don't... I'm not sure. If they did, we're... He's gonna be back in prison in like two weeks. Chris... Chris doesn't learn. No. I, I hate it. <laughs> we should do a full episode on Christian on my spooky show. Yeah, that that would be the show to discuss Christian. Yeah. Would be the Sunday show. Well, what's a what's a what's a funny what's a funny we could talk about? Um, we need to discuss what we're watching for next week. That's true. What do you want to watch? Uh, I don't know. I think it's time to get into the spooky movies, my my sort of movies, but I don't want to go too spooky right away. Don't make me watch Society right now. I'm not making you watch Society anytime soon. Okay. I think it's going to have to be Return of the Living Dead. Return of... Okay. Good choice. One of my favorites. Easily easily one of my favorites. Return of the Living Dead. Um, I want to talk about the one line that... Multiple lines that have stuck in my head forever. Um, but the one line that I always bring up is Trash is taking off her clothes again. Which which implies that <laughs> that their friend just starts stripping. Randomly. It's a common occurrence. So that so Return of the Living Dead is which like which chronologically? Because there's there's Dawn. Okay, so we can get this more into it on the episode. But it's a direct sequel to Dawn of the Living Dead. No, Night Dawn, Night of the Living Dead. It's a direct sequel to the first one, but it's a separate series from like Dawn yeah. and Day. It's like a, like if you had that this direct line, which is the Romero zombies, it would be this it would be like something a, a, a diagonal off. Of yeah, it. like the Halloween franchise where there are like twelve different yeah. timelines and and it's not a Romero movie. It was <laughs> we can get. We really should save this for next week. But essentially what happened was um, Romero made Night of the Living Dead with some other dude. And the other dude kept the title. 
he kept the rights to Of the Living Dead. So that's why every Romero movie after Night of the Living Dead is just Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. But Of the Living Dead series goes on, and he tries to write a script, and some company picks up, and they're like, yeah, we'll make a Return of the Living Dead. And then they look over their shoulder and just rewrite the entire script because it was garbage. <laughs> and Return of the Living Dead is very fun. Um, and then Return of the Living Dead 2 isn't. And 3 is even worse. We should do SLC Punk 2 one of these days. Or Jarhead 2. I don't want to watch SLC Punk 2. I am still shocked that somebody... So like Keeps moving back and forth. Was Jarhead unintentionally made as a kind of anti-war film was it what it was very intentionally anti-war so then why are the sequels like (laughs) pro-war yeah because nobody understands satire anymore we live in a world without like everything's just the the dumbest common denominator would just take the movie at face value i don't get and they'll watch something like jarhead and they're like oh yes camaraderie Okay, so, like, thinking about it purely as, like, a without any film thoughts about Jarhead, those people are insane and should be put in an asylum. But they're defending our country. But... They're in the military. Okay, but they're not actually... They are in the desert doing nothing and losing their minds. I don't under... I'm, I'm not, like... Oh, Lord. Fellas, is war cool? No. War I'm, seems pretty dope. Not I am, gonna lie. I am reading All Quiet on the Western Front right now. War is so cool. No! <laughs> Dude, whenever, like, you get new shoes... Because your friend died? <laughs> yeah, because your friend died. <laughs> you watch the life drain yeah. out of him, and then your friend's like, give me his boots. Dude, fresh kicks. Ugh. That would destroy me. Like, if I had to watch anyone, but especially one of my friends... Cause like Aiden, as soon as you go, I'm taking your jacket. No, you're not. Yeah. How are you gonna get it off me? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, you mean when I'm dead? Yeah. <laughs> I did not catch that. I'm I'm not smart. It's gonna be my jacket. That's fair. No, like I, it's the fact that so like, it's like a it's like a twenty page ordeal. That I forget his name already. I just read it, but it's like a twenty-page ordeal. Him dying, it's like he's getting paler and paler, and like his, the main character is like, "Oh no, you're you're gonna be okay. You're gonna we're we're gonna go home, and you're gonna you know you're gonna find a girlfriend. Yada yada yada. We're gonna we're gonna do all kinds of fun stuff." And the guy just starts crying and never talks again. Damn, that's a that would. I get upset if I think that I'm talking too much and someone might be annoyed at me. Thinking that the last thing you ever said to your friend is something that made them cry. Ugh. We, we should... There are a lot of movies we should do. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, we're so done? We'll fix it in post. We're done? I feel like it's a good place to end as any. Okay, fine. I mean... I, yeah, I'm kind of waffling. Yeah. From here, we'd only get sadder. You don't want a schizo post? Uh, Come I'm on. I'm too sad to schizo <laughs> I'm too sad. Okay, well, my, my show is more for the unfettered rambling anyway. Well, next episode. Next episode, we'll talk about Return of the Living Dead. 
listen to my show on Sunday where me and my friends scare ourselves by talking about random garbage. Yeah. It's very um, fun. Listen to my Friday shows whenever I do them again. (laughs) Whenever they are. Whenever I have a chance to do them. I mean, I could... uh, No, I probably couldn't. I was going to say I could come in and try and do your show, but, like, no. You can't do my show. (laughs) You're You're not unhinged enough. Uh, not every episode is unhinged as every other episode. Okay. Some episodes we just kind of, like, struggle to talk about anything. Some episodes we get, like, really one-track-minded. And like Gnome Central. Gnome Central. Did you listen to that one? I listened to it live. I liked the part where Tommy screamed really loud and it, it peaked everything and my speaker, like, hurt. <laughs> uh, <gasps> it's not an episode of... Of any show that we do where we don't peak the mic. Oh, of course not. I mean, it, we are loud like, people. I'll start thinking like, oh, I need to talk quieter, and then I start talking quieter, and then I realize that like I'm too quiet. The recording makes me sound so quiet. And then you put it up, and we start screaming again. So I might as well just stay screaming throughout the entire show. Yeah, like it's not as bad as I thought it was. So I don't have a guest picked out for this Sunday, but like, what what should we talk about? The Ruguru? Ruguru? You do the Ruguru. I, I still want to do... I want to do Waco. It's <laughs> we have to do Waco. Let's do Waco. <laughs> All right. Well, let's... Um, This has been the episode of uh, We'll Fix It and Post on Hunchback of Notre Dame. Tune in next week. We will be discussing uh, Return of the Living Dead. Maybe have a, an extra mic on for that one. Maybe. I'll see who wants to do it. We could get a zombie. <laughs> yeah. We can get Romero. Yeah. All right. Up next is Here and Now by the Ernie's. Thanks.